Atlanta News First investigates the largest investigative team in Georgia, holding the powerful accountable and fighting for you. Now, in this series of podcasts, we take you behind the scenes of our most recent investigations. Welcome to Behind the Investigation with Atlanta News First. Welcome to Behind the Investigation. I'm Chief Investigator Brendan Keefe with Atlanta News First, and I'm joined now by Sierra Cummings, our investigative reporter also on our team. And Sierra, you've got a very interesting story uh, that at first you're like, hey, we're talking about butt injections, but we're actually talking about a serious potential health threat to people who seek out care from someone who may not have a license or training, right? Yeah, it's one of those weird topics. It's a fun one, but it's a very serious one. I mean, beyond butt injections, a lot of people look to get their body enhanced, whether it's something done on your stomach, your arms, or even lip fillers. Uh, We found out that because of the pandemic during the time of Zoom and people being on camera and maybe being insecure about uh, looking at themselves, there was a 40% surge in the aesthetic industry. So this is something that's wide ranging, wide reaching, and especially in a city like Atlanta, where it's a hub for procedures like this, we want it to look at the risk. Um, And so a lot of people are looking for really good deals on these body enhancements, but you also have to consider who's doing the work. Are they licensed? Are they specialized in this? And unfortunately, we look at a case based out of College Park, where a woman thought she was getting a really good deal, but it nearly cost her her health. Wow. Let's take a look at the story right now. I was shaking. I was crying so terribly. The nurse was like, calm down. I was just like, what have I done to myself? The injuries are too graphic to show, but the images offer a blurry look at the price of pretty. October 2022, Shantia Cooley saw injections for the perfect bum. The 49-year-old did not want it bigger, just smoother. Would this help me with the cellulite? Injecting it here? After the procedure, not only was she still left with the cellulite, but the mom had issues much worse. My mom, she did really had surgery on her butt, and it looks infected, and she can't walk or anything. Medical records detail Ebont Henry doctors found sepsis in her bloodstream. Sepsis can lead to organ failure and death. Shantia recalls the doctor determined the cause, but injections gone wrong. They kept me. I stayed in hospital for a week, actually. Text and payment plans confirm she got the procedure done by Von Seal Daniel at Chaotic Von Beauty Bar. The College Park business advertises medical procedures from bum fillers to lipo. But according to state records, the business and its owner have no medical license. So I guess that explains why I ended up in the hospital. In Georgia, it is a felony crime to perform unlicensed medical work. Adding insult, board-licensed plastic surgeon Dr. Narav Patel explains... Peel pack label has an expiration date. In order to even get these FDA-approved injectables, you have to be credentialed, meaning unlicensed workers often rely on black market or altered product. Shantia believes she was getting hyaluronic acid filler in her bum. Dr. Patel argues it's unlikely. It's a combination of blood, possibly pus or like infected fluid. Um, So... That's not normal at all, the typical inflammation that one mounts um, when you have fake stuff injected. Data from the National Institute of Health illustrates a 25% death rate and a 50% hospitalization rate for injection injuries by unlicensed providers. But the agency notes the number is likely significantly underreported. 
after Atlanta News First started asking questions, the Georgia Medical Composite Board open an investigation. As a regulatory agency, it typically suspends or revokes licenses, but enforcement gets complicated when a facility does not have a medical license to begin with, like the case of Chaotic Von Beauty, where allegations remain twofold. The owner offers the medical services here locally, while also offering sessions across the country to train others. When we reached out to Von Steele Daniel about the allegations, the owner's only reply, can you provide the names of the consumers? Miss Vaughn? After she stopped responding, we showed up to the business. It appeared empty inside. So we called. We want to talk to Miss Von Seal because there's no record that she has a medical license, yet she's offering medical services. Is this Miss Von Seal? Yes, which service are you speaking on? The butt injections. Okay, so we do have nurses on, 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 on staff, and we also, um, I have a vitamin license, and I also am an esthetician. What is the issue, ma'am? Where are you licensed at? Where are these licenses coming from? Are they in the state of Georgia? What states? Um, we're I'm currently Florida licensed, but we're getting everything transferred now. We, you and yourself. Which client, and my lawyer, my lawyer told me to ask you which clients, because all of our clients have NDAs, forms, and they also waive their rights and all that good stuff there. So which client are you speaking on? I'm confused. You say your clients have NDAs and they waive all their rights to get procedures from you? But we told her she needed an actual medical license to perform this work. She claimed she had nurses on staff. And then News First found no documentation to substantiate any of it. Okay. Well, she hung up. As for Shantia, she cautions others to do what she did not. Be aware and be careful and um, do your research a little bit more like I maybe should have did. Sierra, that's a, a stunning uh, story there. And the way you, you know, the important part is the accountability. First off, I just want to know, when you're having a conversation with the clinic manager or owner there and you hear NDAs, um, what was your reaction? I, I could tell from your question, but what was your reaction there? Well, for me, immediately, I thought red flag, right? Because usually if you're doing something right, you wouldn't need someone to sign a non-disclosure agreement, at least on its surface. So that was, uh, you saw my face there, my natural reaction, it was a little concerning. Um, and then the woman we interviewed, Shantia Cooley, was not aware that uh, NDAs existed. So if she signed one, it was unbeknownst to her. So it was really concerning. Well, when you're trying to pursue the truth and you're on the phone talking to somebody and they say, oh, by the way, the person who told you all this shouldn't be talking to you, that raises a red flag. The other thing, though, is this is an important distinction. These are not cosmetic procedures. These are medical procedures, which would require a license, yeah. right? And if you want to get any kind of injections, body enhancements, fillers, all of that is a medical procedure and you have to have a medical license. So you heard her, one of her rebuttals there was that she had nurses on staff that were doing the work. Based off the consumers we talked to, she was the one performing the injections and she did not have a medical license in the state of Georgia. When we told her that, then she said she had a medical license in Florida, that she was getting ready to transfer to Georgia. The system doesn't work like that. Similar to a lawyer practicing in Georgia, they have to pass a Georgia bar exam. So you can't just simply transfer your license if you were medically licensed in Florida. And then on top of that, she went on to say that she was a licensed esthetician. 
even if that were the case, I want to point out, we could not find any kind of esthetician license for her in Florida or Georgia. But even if that were the case here in Georgia, she still would not be able to perform this type of work. So for all of those reasons, we got the Georgia Cosmetology Board to open an investigation. The Georgia Medical Composite Board is opening an investigation. And an interesting little nugget here is that they're going to need some kind of enforcement here because normally their authority comes from revoking licenses and suspending licenses. So what do you do when an agency or a business doesn't have that medical license to begin with? They've got to get the local district attorney's office involved and local police department. And so in this case, this business was in College Park. So at this point, College Park Police has also opened an investigation. Yeah, that's really interesting, the whole idea about the license. It's sort of like um, if you get pulled over for speeding or you run a red light, you get points against your license and eventually the state can take your driver's license away. But if you're driving around with no license, there's nothing to take away. And so in this case, by her not having a medical license, by her not having an esthetician license, there's nothing to take away. And therefore, it's limited what these regulatory state agencies can do. They have to bring the police in to treat it as a criminal matter, potentially. Yeah, at this point, they've got to allow the criminal justice system to unfold. So providing medical services without a medical license, that is a felony in the state of Georgia. So at the very least, the cosmetology board say could send a cease and desist, but they would have to wait on law enforcement to complete their investigation, present those findings to the district attorney's office, and decide how they're going to pursue this case, presumably charges to get this person to um, basically stop doing these procedures. We talked about in the story, not only does it seem to be risk here locally in Atlanta, but she's traveling across the country to train people on how to do this. So the risk is even higher because she's doing this in different states. And then those states um, have the same kind of issue where they've got to get local law enforcement involved. Well, and obviously, I know because we have a customer who was injured, it's it's kind of a self-proof. But the reason you have licenses is this isn't just a matter of some clerical issue or, hey, she didn't follow the state regulations. These are medical procedures and they require not only licensing, but training because we're talking about people's safety and their health here. Yeah, it's not an exaggeration to say one wrong step and it could result in a life or death mistake. You saw in that story, doctors found sepsis in her bloodstream. And according to the CDC, sepsis already in your blood could lead to organ failure or death. So it's really significant. I believe the statistic was more than a million people in the U.S. have been diagnosed so far with sepsis and about 300,000 have died from it. So it's a very serious issue. Issue, um, and we wanted to handle the story with care. Uh, obviously, this is an elective procedure. Shantia Cooley, um, our main interview in the story, she didn't have to do this procedure. But hey, we all have insecurities. You heard her there. She wasn't looking for a bigger bum. She wanted to get rid of the cellulite. And really, at the very least, she should be able to get that procedure done by a medically licensed professional. Yeah, good for her to have the courage to not only, you know, having those insecurities that we all have, uh, but being able and willing to talk about them on camera to help others. And that leads me really to my last question is, what can people do out there who do want to get a procedure like this? They 
don't want to break the bank, but they also want to make sure they're safe and protected. Uh, her last soundbite in that story, a precautionary tell, she said people should do their research maybe like I should have. And so hmm. the state of Georgia and many other states make it really, really easy. You can just go to the state's medical board website. You type in the name of the person you're considering getting whatever procedure from, and you see if they're licensed. If they are licensed, you'll see their name. You'll see if they've been um, penalized, if they've had any consequences, any kind of revocation or suspension of their license. Um, if they've got a clean background, it'll just come up with just their name and that clean background. So that's worth considering, no matter what you're doing. If you got a good deal on um, uh, the procedure, if it seems like a pricey procedure, I would just encourage you to start with pulling the name of that provider and searching the state's database to see if they are licensed. Sierra Cummings, stunning investigation, very helpful, news you can use, and we always appreciate that. Thanks for joining us for Behind the Investigation. I'm Chief Investigator Brendan Keith.